Many of us really don't realize how important it is to try to get past old trauma and how the old trauma wounds and experiences affects our everyday lives in the present. But today's guest, we're going to talk about it. They call that, but I think being able to be connected to one's own emotions and reactions and perceptions and and internal dialogues and being able to intercept that before they come out of one's mouth, right? (laughs) And to be able to communicate with compassion and intelligence and um, empathy is really how this work helps people. Greetings, leaders, and welcome to another episode of Leadership Is Podcast, Season 2, Episode 41. I am your host, Jason Muhammad, founder of JM Leadership Development, and today's guest we have with us is Dr. Maisha Claiborne. Dr. Claiborne is an integrated family physician, master practitioner, and trainer of neurolinguistic programming, hypnosis, and timeline therapy, and founder of the Mind Remapping Academy. Through her life or live trainings and certifications, Dr. Claiborne gives her students the tools to gain mastery of their thoughts, beliefs, and communication while helping them eliminate fear, shame, self-doubt, and old trauma wounds that interfere with their ability to experience full awareness and live their best and most fulfilled life. Welcome, Dr. Claiborne. Thank you, Jason. It's so good to be here. I really appreciate you um, giving me the space on your podcast. Absolutely. And that uh, that is, you know, I, I need to uh, set up some time uh, to talk to you myself with what it is that you do. And I, I know quite a few other people who can take advantage uh, of your services as well. So tell us more about what this looks like, you know, tell us more about what, 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 what it is that you do. Well, so um, (laughs) I wear many hats and what I'll, what I'll say is that what I like to say is I teach people how to utilize their language internal and external. Cause you know, we all have internal dialogues just as much as we, we are using our voice to speak externally to empower themselves how to use it to um, break old patterns of old habits that are unresourceful, how to uh, break negative thinking and limiting beliefs, and how to create a future, create things in their future that will actually happen. So um, I, I've been called by some the mind queen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah, yeah. I work with the unconscious mind. I work with the part of you that is not always aware uh, or or thinking about the things that you're saying and doing uh, to others and to yourself. Wow, that is beautiful. That is absolutely beautiful. I I can see how that can help uh, so many people, especially, you know, uh, uh, those of us coming through this, you know, the diaspora of of what we have gone through here, um, Mm -hmm. you know, in in America uh, and a trauma period, you know, Stockholm syndrome, all of it. You know, I can just see how your services will really, really uh, help people. So uh, if if you don't mind, if you can tell us, like, what what got you into this business? Like what you know, what what started you on this journey? 
Well, so I, I love answering this question, by the way. <laughs> my, my career journey has been quite a roller coaster. So as, as you said, I'm a, I'm a physician, I'm a, I'm a family doc by training, and I have always been outside the beaten path. I mean, that's just, I think that, I thank my mom for that because she's, she's the OG entrepreneur in my life and she has always made her own way. And I think I learned how to do that. So as a physician, I always was interested in the things that were non-traditional, the, or what they would call non-traditional, the integrative, the acupuncture, the herbal. And I was always very interested in why people do what they do. So I'm a psychology major from undergrad, and I've been fascinated with the why people do what they do. So I think that's the basis. And, and when I started my practice, my clinical practice in 2007, um, I started coaching. I started coaching my clients along with the medical, the integrative or the holistic medical interventions that I would bring with them or bring to them, I would also coach them. And so at some point I said, well, I may as well get certified. And that's what led me to this, this neuro-linguistic programming and hypnosis and timeline therapy is the draw for being able to help people at the deepest level to achieve the goals that they wanted. So now that was in my, my clinical practice. And in 2016, I decided that I wanted to transition and help other medical professionals who were burning out in their careers. Yeah. And yeah, so that was a huge thing. It still is a huge thing. We, we know to this day, I mean, and that's not, it's not unique to physicians. I mean, there's, there's burnout everywhere that's happening. Um, I.e. that's why we have the great resignation happening right now. Right. Yeah. And, and so that is, I was, I was really led to, to start working with people. And that's when I really started to use this, uh, this neuro-linguistic programming, this, this NLP and, and this work one-on-one -on -one with people more regularly. And I just fell in love with it and decided, you know, I need to take it all the way. And I, that's when I became a trainer. And, um, and that was in 2017. And I began training people. I began training people in how they can empower themselves. Because what's better than bringing transformation is empowering people with their own tools for transformation. And so that's one of the, how I kind of got to where I am now. And I also do this inside of organizations. I've brought this work to the diversity, equity, inclusion space, because again, What's better than, you know, um, causing transformation in organizations is, is allowing the people who are implementing these strategies to have those tools for transformation so they can take it into their own communities. And in a sense, I get to duplicate myself um, in that way. So that's, that's sort of my, my journey and how I've gotten to where I am. <laughs> yeah, that's a beautiful journey. Yeah, that's awesome. That is really awesome. How does that so how can how do you see what you do can affect um you know creating uh more effectiveness um in well you know first of all i think that um it's that emotional intelligence that i feel is missing right now in yeah. in a lot of our communities especially with this this how our in the last couple of years we've become so disconnected our communication has become very transactional, right? And so um, one of the things that NLP does is it brings a level of, it, it re reconnects to emotional intelligence, but it brings a level of communication intelligence. And, and I think that's that intuitive, intelligent communication is necessary, is essential in leadership to be able to, to be connected to one's own 
emotions, which, you know, a lot of, a lot of times in corporations, they call that woo and they call that, you know, the soft skills, whatever they call that. But I think being able to be connected to one's own emotions and reactions and perceptions and, and internal dialogues and being able to intercept that before they come out of one's mouth, right. (laughs) And to be able to communicate with compassion and intelligence and, um, empathy is really how this work helps people be yeah. true leaders. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Doc. If you can um, uh, give our audience, you know, based on that, based on how, you know, your, your, your linguistic programming, you know, helps organizations. And then of course it can help leaders in being uh, better effective as it relates to, uh, having a, a connection to emotional intelligence. W- with all of that said, can you give our audience three leadership tips um, that that can help them based on you know what 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 you give and and what you know? Well, so the first thing I will say is to is that leadership is um, also being able to follow, and yeah. so being able to be in dialogue and allow others to uh, grow and be leaders within themselves, develop leadership within themselves. So that's one thing that I would say. Um, the second thing is leading, lead by example. It's the, the, the era of do as I say, not as I do is long gone. So lead by example. If you wanna create a safe environment, a safe space, a brave space for people to communicate with you, you have to be leading by example. And then the third thing is engage in personal development just as much as you um, give attention to professional development. Personal development is what I think really breeds leaders. And personal development is a mountain with no top. It never ends. The moment you think you know something, then you have lost the leadership. So be an eternal student. Yeah, go ahead, sis. Go ahead and say that, say that. Um, so how is the, so you've, uh, congratulations on, uh, being nominated as one of the TEDx Asheville speakers. Um, how is that process going for you? Like, you know, what does that feel like? And, and what do you plan to, how, you know, how far do you plan to take this, this opportunity? Well, I mean, I, it's really been a dream come true for me. I've been wanting to be on the TEDx stage for at least a decade now. And, and so it's, it's really a wonderful um, wonderful to to have been able to to be on that st- or to be able to be on that stage. It's coming up here. I don't know when this particular episode will release, but um, we're about a, less than a week away. And so, but it's been such a growth experience for for me in a lot of ways. I mean, it's not just about writing a writing a speech. Um, it's not just about practicing a speech. It's about who you become in the process and you bumping up against all of your own internal dialogues, all the, the things that you thought that you had dealt with and bumping up against the, the courage that you have to develop and coming outside of like your normal comfort zone. And so this has definitely uh, expanded me and pulled me outside of my comfort zone, not in, in, in you know, I'm, I'm, person, I'm a person who, when I speak, I'm used to 60 minute speeches, right? 60 minute talks, workshops, to have to be able to say everything that I want to say in 15 minutes, boy, that was <laughs> some kind of some yeah. kind of experience. Being able to learn to be that 
succinct, but, but also inspirational in such a short amount of time. Uh, so that it's, I, I'm enjoying it and I'm excited to be on the stage this coming Sunday. I, I you know, it's a dream. Very good. Well, congratulations once again. And I know you're going to do well. Um, the, the, the last thing is, you know, how can people contact you to get your services? You, uh, and then what is, uh, you know, any closing comments you would like to give? Well, you know, I really just appreciate you giving me the space to be on the podcast. And um, I, I love talking about leadership. I love talking about what I do. Um, I think what's important for people to understand is that um, this, this, we must develop ourselves. We must expand our consciousness. We must evolve beyond the current state of, of being. And how we do that is to take on ourselves, take on our own thoughts, take on our own beliefs, and, and take on our own um, perceptions and expectations of others. I think that's sort of you know, why we're in this, this um, the situation that we're in nationally and, and, and globally is because people have stopped listening to each other. Um, they make assumptions and judgments and they have stopped being willing to grow and look inside of themselves. And, and what we see is a lot of finger pointing rather than a lot of, you know, let, how, how in the world did we get here? How in the world have I contributed yeah. to this? Right. Yeah. And especially, you know, particular sets of people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> have stopped looking because, you know, the, there's a particular set of people that needs to be looking more into how do we create this culture, this dominant culture, right? And so I, I believe where we start, you know, people, people all, are always saying the system needs to be changed. And I absolutely agree. The system has to change. But what is the system made of? People. Mm. And mm. if the people don't do the work, then the system will never change. If the people yeah. who are running the system don't stop to look at where they're contributing to the problem, then the system will be the system. That's right. right? So I think that's, that's what I want to leave people with, um, anyone who's listening. And I may be preaching to the choir, but we also have, um, each and every one of us has the power to to um, incite change, to be a catalyst for change in our own communities, to speak up and to speak to and to call out and to name the inequities and the injustices um, in our communities. So um, if, if there's anything that this work does, it, it gives us uh, that voice. It gives us, it connects us with our own power, with our own courage and our own um, voice to be able to speak about these and, and trust our own unconscious to know exactly what to say when we're speaking out uh, in our own communities to, to right this wrong. So Very good. Very yeah. good. So if people want to get in touch with me, they can <laughs> go to, <laughs> to answer that question, they yeah. can go to drmaisha.com. That's D-R-M-A-I-Y-S-H-A.com. And that's where you can learn all about me. Um, I actually have a podcast too. It's called The Black Mind Garden. You can see mm. it there, <laughs> right? And um, you can read my blog and you can also connect to my, my company, which is the Mind Remapping Academy through the Dr. Maisha site. And that'll share with you, that'll um, allow you to be able to see uh, various trainings and, and, and 
and work that I do with organizations. So just go to drmynisha.com and that's the entry into my world. Very good. Very good. Well, thank you so much for blessing our audience uh, with your knowledge of uh, the, the, the LP or linguistic uh, programming and uh, helping our audience to understand the importance of emotional intelligence as it relates to leadership and leadership development. And I'm quite sure that, what is it, uh, the 27th? February 27th. Uh, Yeah, on the Sunday, you're going to knock it out of the box with your TEDx Asheville talk. And uh, looking forward to seeing and being in communication with you much more uh, for the future. Absolutely, Jason. Thank you so much for having me. I definitely look forward to staying in communication and um, hopefully seeing you around the TEDx stage somewhere. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you. Hey, thank you for enjoying another episode of Leadership Is Podcast. With our special guest today was Dr. Maisha Claiborne, and she gave us three excellent leadership tips. Number one, which is one of my favorites, is be able to follow. Be able to follow. Leaders are also followers because they follow the ideals in which they uh, show the way, know the way, and go the way of. Number two, she says, lead by example. Don't just be one that tells everyone what to do and not being one that is participating in that process yourself or has participated in that process. Lead by example. And number three, she says, engage in personal development, not only professional development, but personal development. Those are excellent leadership tips. Listen, here at JM Leadership Development, our primary goal is to assist your organization in uh, filling or building its leadership bench. If you would like to have a conversation, please give us an email at jmleadershipconsulting at gmail.com and we will respond promptly. And always remember, leadership is influence and service.